Hey Midwest Hype family, it is your Midwest Hype girl Cecilia and I am back here this week with Easy Street Boutique. You are about to listen to my interview with the owner Jill of Easy Street Boutique. Let me tell you, if I could take some energy and sell it, I'd be taking Jill's energy and selling it. You are about to laugh and if you're not laughing, then I don't really know what happened because this episode was literally so much fun to make and I had such a joy listening to it back. Um, so thank you, Jill, with the Easy Street Boutique for coming onto the podcast, giving you some bits and pieces about how she was in an industry for years, nine minute phone call and something happened, right? And you're about to find out. And that was totally the pivot for Jill that she needed uh, to get into Easy Street Street Boutique and start that up. Don't want to give it all away. So this is hyping up Easy Street Boutique. Oh yeah, by the way, you might want to grab a martini. family this is your midwest hype girl cecilia i am here with owner and founder of easy street boutique jill jill welcome to the hype family podcast well hello i'm excited to be here so excited to have you on at easy street boutique how long have you been around we launched in um, november of 2020 so we're coming up on our second birthday Okay, perfect. Is your yes coming right up here? Um, and can you tell the hype family what is Easy Street Easy Street Boutique? Oh, sure. It is an e-commerce women's boutique, and it is really a boutique um for women that are kind of stuck between a classic style and somebody who enjoys trend. So it is for people who enjoy uh, meticulous fabrics, flawless fit. And maybe even a strategically placed cuss word every now and then. <laughs> so, <laughs> I love. Time. I love on your website. You, she literally has a a tab that's a snarky, and I it, it's so hilarious. I love it. Yes, yes, and it's actually our most popular section. <laughs> that is for sure. It, it is pretty fun to see all those orders coming through, um, and to be able to identify um, with your shoppers and know that they have a very similar personality to yours. Yes, <laughs> yes, that's for sure. Now, what was your motivation to open Easy Street Boutique? Oh man. Okay. So, well, I guess this dates back to like 1980. (laughs) It's like like when you like have to put in your age and you have to scroll. So we're going to, I'm going to take you back to like 1980. I I think I was really born to be a business owner. This was, Mm -hmm. this was a childhood dream of mine. And, um, of course, as a child, you don't know all of the ins and outs of running a business. You just know the feel of what you would, what you would maybe want to do when you grow up. And, and, um, I have a lot of entrepreneurs around me and people in business and family members that own their own business around me as well. So um, with with great grandparents um, that owned their own melon farm, um, family that owned construction businesses, I I had a lot of really good um, views of what it looked like to Mm -hmm. work hard and Mm -hmm. to to be your own business owner. But, um, you know, I I spent the last 23 years prior to this in the luxury retail business. brand and just working for a national retail brand um that was was a uh 
luxury, I'm so sorry, a luxury brand that was a retail yeah. for 23 years. And that's where I really honed my business knowledge and learned how to execute store operations. So, um, of course, I, all of my time that I spent there, um, I, you know, has groomed me for where I am now. Mm-hmm. And, um, in that, um, time that I was there, I had, I was very fortunate to have seven internal promotions, um, which wow. with every level of elevation, you know, you, you learn something new and, you know, you, you learn different things about business and yeah. you're managing different levels of people. Mm-hmm. And it really just, made me realize that business ownership was, was something I could do. Um, so if we fast forward now to to 2020, Mm -hmm. um, I actually, after 23 years, um, was laid off from my position there and, um, 23 years was reduced to a a nine minute phone call. And it was interesting because a lot of people would have been really sad. And and I had, I had a few moments of sadness. I'm not going to say I didn't, but in that moment, Mm -hmm. Um, I knew it was time for me. I knew it was, it was time for my childhood dream to become a reality and and Mm. I need to make this a go. So there was no time for pouting. There was no time for sadness. It was just time to, to now invest and and put that time and effort into myself, which I should have probably been doing at least a decade ago. But it kind of, everything happens for a reason sometimes, right? Sometimes we can't see in the moment, but then it's like, Oh, hey, now I have this opportunity to start my own boutique. Absolutely. And I think that's actually one of the biggest like call outs here for, for a lot of um, women entrepreneurs out there is, is yeah. that we become so loyal and you get into a routine and you know, you're used to being a mom and people depending on you mm-hmm. and a wife or a sister or a daughter. And sometimes what happens is you get into that daily routine and you became, you become stuck and mm-hmm. you sometimes, um, you know, don't think about what it means to be you and to satisfy your life. And and I'm just really, really blessed that I, I now get that opportunity. And, and I'm not saying it was easy because I got to tell you, I had to be shoved to do it. Um, and that's ridiculous knowing that it's been a childhood <laughs> dream of mine, but it's yeah. easier said than done, but it, it was the right move. When you say sh- you were, you had to get shoved to do it, can you let me in a little bit? What does that mean if you're willing to share? Sure. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I think the thing for me is, is that, you know, I knew all the business knowledge that I acquired, I knew um, the the level of consistency that I was running my stores and I was running my market and how well I was doing um, from a corporate side of things. And it was comfortable. And I was, Mm -hmm. I was, I was happy and I enjoyed my market. um, Even if I wasn't agreeing necessarily with everything the corporation was doing at the times um, with the newer times, I still had such a love, um, for, for my, my team around me. And I had already been preparing for this. I'll be honest. I had a Pinterest Mm -hmm. board that was like hidden for five years. It was a (laughs) private Pinterest board of pins of, of owning my own business and owning my own boutique. And it was a secret. And so it was like the best kept secret, but I had been planning for that and no Mm -hmm. amount of money that I'd been saving, um, the several business plans that I had been writing, um, and all the Pinterest pinning that I had been doing for years wouldn't get me to pull the trigger because I was, I was loyal and I was comfortable. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. um, I think timing was everything and everything lined up for, for a reason. Yeah. But at the end of the day, um, loyalty left me in situations that common sense should have long taken me out of. So mm-hmm. that is the part to me that it was like, you look back now and it's like, you know what? No, this I'm capable. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, the company that, that 
that you could be potential, anyone listening that could be potentially, they could be working for, uh, they don't, they say they care about you, but at the end of the day, um, you are, you have to be your best advocate and only you will know if you will be happy at the end of your life doing what you're doing. So honestly, I look back and that's why I say I, I easier said than done, but I really should have made that transition probably a decade ago. Can I just like take what you said and put it on a mantra board or something? That was, I literally was like, yes, yes. Girl, put my whole life on a mantra board. Let me tell you, you know what? Someone can tell me five different ways and five different in a million different ways and, and, and really ingrain it in my head. And I still have to figure it out myself for whatever reason I'm, I'm hardheaded. So and I think there's like that satisfaction too, of just saying, okay, I, I can do this. I will do this. And I figured out it, I figured it out. Yes. Yes, absolutely. There's total satisfaction in that. And the thing about it is, is that you're already figuring it out for somebody else, right? So <laughs> come through that trial and error too. They started from somewhere <laughs> as, as well. So if you're going to be, if you're going to be doing that, then do it for yourself. But it's, I do you, I've talked about this before on our previous podcast with someone. And I think sometimes the hardest person to take a risk on is yourself though, because like you said, you have that sense of security, right? Like, okay. I know every day I have this job for, you know, you hope so until you get a nine minute phone call. Right. But (laughs) you're like, I go to work, I get this job. I, you know, I have, like you said, it's that security. So I think there's that that security that, you know, taking a bet on yourself is, you're like, oh, okay, well, this has got to work out. Sure it is. Sure it is. And so, and here's the thing, I'm not saying skip any of the necessary steps. If there's things that you still need to learn or things that you need, and there's always going to be things to learn, right? But I'm talking about the fundamentals. So I think once you get to a point where you start thinking to yourself, can I do this? And and you really start wondering, that's when you are, you got to start just mentally preparing yourself that it's not, you can, it you will, you know? Right. And so I think that's yeah. what that Pinterest board was, right? And so I think it was, it was five years of you will, you will, you will. And so by the time you were that manifesting happened, it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. So, but there is, there is stability and comfort and knowing that, you know, when you show up, you're going to have your nine to five, but Mm -hmm. there really isn't. And that's what I'm here to say. There really isn't. And so if I'm going to gamble on somebody, I'm going to gamble on myself first. Right. Yes. Gamble on yourself. So it's like, I hope, and I hope, I hope you feel the same way. Right. Like, I hope that when it comes to gambling, you, you know, when it comes to gambling on yourself, you'll always double down. Oh my goodness. Okay. Let me write that down for this. <laughs> Jill, you need to put that on a t-shirt. Yeah, I do that. actually. You know what? <laughs> Listen, I will, I will put that. I'm putting it in my notes right now. That needs to be a t-shirt. So and we'll, I'll go to the casino to launch it. <laughs> there you go. Riverside Casino. Hey everyone. That's it. <laughs> yeah. We just have a t-shirt to launch. Don't worry about it. Done. Done deal. You got a t-shirt idea out of this. I love it. Well, okay. So two years ago, you opened Easy Street Boutique. So first up, you got to start finding product, right? So what is that process like? Oh, man, it is a night and day, <laughs> day and night. Yeah. yeah. If you're if you're wanting to work a nine to five, like, you know, if you're if you're thinking that this job is nine to five, that start curating a line and then, mm-hmm. you know, you'll make a decision on whether you want to be a boutique owner or not. <laughs> because, 
Um, I will tell you, there are times that even while we're in bed, my husband's like the glow of the phone, the glow yeah. of the phone, just turn it off. So you really can't, right? Because it's mm-hmm. you're, you're always shopping like a quarter ahead. And um, you're also mm-hmm. trying to figure out who you want to stay in the now and what the trends are. And of sure. course, TikTok is making that so not easy anymore because the trends, trends. change. Yeah. The trends change so fast. Weekly, I feel like. Yes. Yes. And so I'm um, trying to keep up with all these young kids. Let me tell you, um, <laughs> curating your line. I mean, I think the big thing is, is just trying to, you know, figure out which wholesalers are going to, are going to be best for you and mm-hmm. which vendors are going to deliver the products that, that you expect on a consistent basis for the customer you're looking for. But number one, you got to know your customer. And, um, you got to understand what she looks like. Right. And you have to vision that with your brand. If, if that, if your brand was, was a woman, who would she be? So, and I'm sure that's going to be your next question. Who's the, who's the easy street woman or something? Oh my gosh, Jill. How did you know? Yes. So who (laughs) is the easy street boutique woman? Well, um, honestly, our target audience is 30. She says she's 35 to 45. However, let's just say that we've got some timeless broads out there. So there's like a good 10 to 15 year age gap. So as long as they are like, you know, um, young for, for their age in, in mindset or mature for their years, Uh (laughs) they can shop easy street. So we do have a variety, but 35 to 45 is our target audience. And I would probably just say off the cuff here that like, an easy street woman's probably from the suburbs, um, but she probably pretends to live in the city. Um, <laughs> let's see here. Um, or she could be from the country and pretends that she lives in the suburbs or dreams of living in the suburbs. Okay. Okay. Or, or, or she could <laughs> possibly be from the city, but secretly wants to be in the suburbs. I don't know. I think it's mm. a woman who wants what she doesn't have and all and, and is fine and down to be anywhere. She's happy wherever she is. Okay. okay. Um, okay. Because she brings, because she brings the party, she brings the party. So, um, and she's, she definitely worships martinis. Um, <laughs> and she recycles because and she recycles. She recycles. Yep. Love so it. that's the easy straight woman. Okay. Perfect. Well, I feel like, I fit that description so perfect. Maybe I'd switch martinis out for margaritas, though, but... Well, tequila victimizes me, but I know that it does well for other people, too. So we we will never judge your drink of choice, but... (laughs) Easy Street Woman is always down for anything, and um, they they enjoy everybody from every walk of life. So she's truly a Midwest. She's truly a Midwest girl. Now, with the pandemic hitting, did you have any supply chain issues getting a product or anything oh, like sure. that? Oh, sure. Oh, sure. Oh, absolutely. Um, especially being a new brand at the time because mm-hmm. um, you didn't have, re- I didn't have relationships built at that point with um, my right. vendors. And so if they could fulfill, you know, um, Nordstrom's order, they would. Mm-hmm. And if that meant taking some of your supply, then that's what it meant because I wasn't really wanting to use some of the manufacturers and vendors that could get me stuff um, because right. I didn't like the quality of the product. So that first Christmas, I thought I was really doing well. Um, and I look back now and I look at the level of my inventory and I was like, how did I do that? Um, <laughs> because it was yeah. very small and I rejected a lot. I remember calling up some of my my girlfriends and being like, whoa, like, is this what this business is? Like I spend mm-hmm. night and day trying to find product. And then it rolls in because I hand inspect everything. It rolls in and it's not what I thought it was going to be. And so I, I was 
rejecting at that point almost two thirds of what I was purchasing. Oh so my goodness. yes, on top of supply chain issues. So they would say it shipped and then it'd been like, it'd be like another three weeks before I would mm-hmm. receive it. So yeah. there were challenges in that. And, and there still is a little bit of challenge in that. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I'm getting, um, I'm getting it down to a science and I'm really working with um, a, a tighter group of manufacturers and vendors that are consistent on their delivery and consistent on their product. So it's making it easier. That's for sure. And you offer, there's clothing, there's dresses, there's, and you also offer accessories. So you really have, you kind of have it all. You can accessorize your outfit that you get from Easy Street Fuji. Oh, absolutely. We have apparel, we have accessories. And then we also um, pride ourselves on gifts too, because um, the easy street woman likes to gift. We actually enjoy giving gifts more than receiving gifts. And so um, our snarky brand has an accessory line um, that is actually a gift line. And uh, I can't wait for the holiday one to roll out this year. And in fact, some of our easy street insiders have been able to preview and they're just rolling. So um, you know, we, we are, we like to be the life of the party from an outfit standpoint and from what we bring to the party. I like it. And so you mentioned an easy street insider. How does one become that? You know, you have to be like, I don't know, a family favorite and not my family, my easy street family, my secondary <laughs> yes. family. You've got to oh, like okay. know somebody, because let me tell you, a lot of these VIP groups, really go by the numbers mm. and they mm. really like scaling those numbers up to the thousand, you know, 5,000, 10,000, 15,000 people. Mm-hmm. And I think that's great. And that works for their brand. That's really not my goal um, with mm-hmm. easy street insiders. And if we get there, it's going to be because we got there organically and it's because you knew okay. somebody of, you knew somebody, right? So it's like, yeah, yeah it's seven degrees separation of Kevin Bacon. So we're all related somehow. So I'm sure <laughs> everyone will be involved at some point. But I really want my insiders to only, I, I'm not mass inviting anyone. I'm not asking them to invite. Mm, they like invite that. people when they see product or when they go shopping at um, my pop-ups and they meet me, they can be invited. Um, just to kind of give you an example, one of our last pop-ups we had, we, we met over 60 new customers um, that had wow. transacted with us and eight of them were invited to insiders. So it's not that people can't come to insiders. It's just, we are a different level of family and support there. Mm -hmm. And, and I can ask their true opinions about product Mm -hmm. and they are just, they're not afraid to show pictures of them and, and, and merchandise. And we just, I share a lot more with them, you know, about my, my family. And so I feel more comfortable with it being people of people we know. So yes, you can become an insider. Um, You have to find our group or you have to be invited by somebody who's already an insider. So how fun. Okay. That's, that's, and it's a good way to, is that how you kind of get an idea of, okay, are you all liking this product or are you thinking, no, Jill, do not buy, buy this. No, I buy all my stuff anyway, just because okay. I, I, my faith and my belief and my buying really is, is strong more or less. Oh, I, I mean, yeah, I do gauge, mm-hmm. I do gauge their reactions mm-hmm. and it's always good to know if I need to go back and buy more because sometimes I'll be honest, my product doesn't even hit our main pages or our website. Cause I always give our insiders first dips. Oh, sure. Okay. Every product launch. So they're not fighting, um, you know, our traditional yeah. website traffic for their own product that they want. And so they get to debut everything first. Now, occasionally we've had products sell out on insiders 
before it hits the web page. And so I immediately know I have to go back and repurchase because I know it's going to be a sellout item. It's so be a there's big one. Yeah. So I find out still what they're liking pretty quickly, but they come to me for fashion advice and trends and by golly, I'm going to have it. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's amazing. And now in all of my episodes, I love this part. One of my favorite parts. Um, who are your hype people, Jill? Who are the hype people in your oh, God. journey with Easy Street Boutique? Now's your time to shout them out. Oh my gosh. Well, let me tell you, there are so many shout outs to be had here. And I don't, I don't know how long this podcast can go um, because this is going to turn into a bad Grammy speech. I'm immediately thinking it. Jesus, uh, baby Buddha. Um, <laughs> I'm immediately thinking of all the things, right? Well, no, um, honestly, we all laughed our side, my husband. Um, I think that's just, yeah. if, 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 if somebody doesn't have a husband that they can list in this, in this section of your right. session, then get a new husband because, um, your husband, your spouse or wife should be yeah. your ultimate hype person. And he is, sure. um, he, he was, he, he was from the start, very, very supportive. Our kids as well. Um, you can see we have had a couple daughters model, um, mm-hmm. They've set up events, tore down events. Um, I've had a son be a cashier. It's been really fun when he does that. Um, our kids, they've just all been invested from day one mm-hmm. um, and super supportive. Of course, my parents, um, I want to thank them for um, never killing my relentless spirit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and then my sister, um, my sister has actually um, never missed a pop-up, which has been oh, really, really man. cool. Yes. Although she's going to be missing one that is coming up at the end of this month because she's apparently going to New York. It's it's too important to her for some reason. Oh my I guess. gosh. <laughs> be better, sister. Let, let me tell you, let me tell you her Christmas gift got smaller. So <laughs> just kidding. Well, besides that, I have an amazing sales team that travels with me to our events, um, Sky, Tara, and Meredith, all three of them, you guys can meet at events. Um, you know, Sky's going to be the one that tells you how it is and what she thinks of the outfit you've curated. <laughs> Tara's going to be the one that rings you up and gift wraps you on your way. And Mara's going to be comic relief. Um, she'll make you laugh throughout your whole entire transaction and you probably don't want to leave. Um, and if you feel like you just need to stick around, it's going to be because of Mara. So yes, they're incredible, but, um, even before that, I mean, I have a, a core group of besties that have all shared posts, have shopped the easy street, mm-hmm. and they love me hard. And, um, you know, three above that you just heard, right? The ones that you just heard, which yep. is, um, yeah, yep, Sky and Tara and Mare. I would also add um, Noir and Tiffany. And let's see here, it would also be Jackie and Katie and also Sarah. Um, these ladies, let me tell you, they are like gold. Um, they're worth their weight in gold. So they really were there for me when I was building easy street and just give you a couple examples. And this is part of my speech before I wrap that up for my Grammy speech <laughs> is getting out of control, it. isn't it? They're going to have to cut commercial break. This is where they cut commercial break and like take away my trophy. But you know, when I was, when I was creating easy street, um, one of my best friends, Sarah, she lives out in California. She is wild woman, um, like travels across the world and she's like wonderlust. Um, mm-hmm. she's a maniac and I love her, but, um, she's just that friend that's always out there. And right. she was calling constantly to remind me that I was capable, um, which I loved that word. 
Um, so every time I was losing steam, I would call her and she was just like, what are you doing? Why are you saying this about yourself? You are highly capable. Um, mm-hmm. So that word stuck with me, was capable. And I still need to put that into a shirt too. And then I also, when Dave called her panicking about my inventory um, and I was saying, oh my gosh, look at how much product I own. I don't know how I'm going to turn this. I need to sell it. I just, I feel like I have too much inventory. And mm-hmm. she laughed. She laughed and she said, oh, Jill, <laughs> one year from today, you will look at that number and you will laugh. Um, so keep going. Like this number's a joke in comparison to where you're going to go. So there's things like that, that just your friends make the world go round. Um, mm-hmm. and then sky, sky is the other story I'll share too on this. Um, she actually showed up to my doorstep the day of our launch. This was the night before Thanksgiving at nine o'clock at night to help package up orders of sales that she had already lined up for my business. (gasps) So we opened at nine o'clock and I think we're just going to have like a quiet evening of my website is launched and I'm just going to see who's on my webpage. No, I had orders flying in. So it was like instant, right? It was like instant confidence. Mm -hmm. Um, and she was there and she like filmed it and took video and pictures. It was just incredible. So, I mean, I have countless stories like that, where like my friend Katie, um, who drives in from out of town for events, she's modeled for me and she totes easy street. Like it's her own business. Um, Mm. I'm just saying, if you don't have friends like these, then people just need to get new ones. Um, it's kind of like on the same, same same theme as the husband, right? So, because I hear so many small businesses that say that, that that's the saddest part for them is that they launched their business and the people they expected to support them didn't. And mm-hmm. to me, I, I'm very blessed, I guess, that I don't experience that. But I also just wonder, like, who are these people's family and friends, right? Like, right. that truly is telling you who your inner, inner circle is and who's rooting for you. Definitely. So, you're and then, people. Uh, yes, exactly. And then of course my models, last but not least, my models, they make everything fly. They're gorgeous women with bold, wild attitudes. And I just, I love them. And you can see them in all of our, our photography and all of our pictures. Cause they are just what you see, you know, in a fic- picture is got 10,000 laughs behind it and three wardrobe malfunctions and just so <laughs> much like, so much fun um that it just it makes it worth it I love it. that's how so one of your models Brie with poppin parties on yes. our after episode she was like um so my friend Jill has this boutique and I was like yeah I would love to have her on absolutely <laughs> yes Brie is awesome. Her sister, Sarah, um, who also is the other business yeah. owner, Poppin' Parties, also models for me. So love that. Um, yes, absolutely. No, they are just gem, gem of girls and incredible yeah. models. So they, they're they great. So you mentioned you have a pop-up coming up here end of this month. Is that right? I do. I've got a couple. I'm actually, I have one next weekend. Um, there is one at Stack the Stands, which is at Prairie High School. Um, it is a dance competition. So any of the dance moms or um, local dance studios or area or statewide dance studios that are going to be coming to that event, you can expect to see me next Saturday, November 12th. And then the Corridor Market in Coralville, um, which is at that Hyatt um, in Iowa River Landing, November 18th and 19th, we will be there. We have one of the large booth spaces there. And then mark your calendar for December 4th. It is um, Ashton Hill, which is our last um, big pop-up of the year. And um, it is going to be the holiday big event for, um, for local Grove Market at Ashton Hill. 
And speaking of holidays, where you can see um, Jill and Easy Street Boutique here in the next upcoming weeks, what are your holiday recommendations if someone is looking for a gift for a gal in their life this holiday? What do you recommend from Easy Street Boutique? Oh, holy smokes. Well, um, you know, honestly, if it, if it's men and you're purchasing clothes, I, I don't. Um, I'm not saying that to be rude because some of you I'm sure are like, She's oh, literally my, man, like please, my man buys no. me nice clothes all the time. Yeah. I don't know what that woman was talking about on that podcast. You know, good for you. Good for you. Um, because most of them cannot, they, they cannot pick out size. So buy a gift card and then I will help her pick out something that'll make her feel super Ooh, confident and that she won't have to return afterwards or exchange <laughs> or feel bad that she's not wearing. So or pretend I would like. say, yeah. yes, I would say we have some beautiful new accessories and we have high-end jewelry um, that is actually um, a big basis of who we are too, is, is that our accessories are all either 18 to 24 karat um, vermel, which is um, a higher level of fabrication. So it is going to um, be jewelry that you can wear on the daily without it tarnishing or mm. breaking or coming apart. It's just higher end. Um, mm -hmm. So uh, it is going to be something that is wearable, but is going to also keep that price point in line um, so you can buy other gifts. I like that. Perfect. Yeah. So to all the men out there, get a gift <laughs> card and then let Jill help her do that. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Because she wants to go shop for herself after the season because us women also have a really hard time treating ourselves. And so when you have a mm -hmm. gift card, it makes it so much easier to do that. Although most easy street ladies don't have that problem. <laughs> so, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but I will tell you, okay, but the ones that are receiving gifts always love a gift card. I like it. And where can we connect with you on social? Where are you on on social? Oh, yes. Um, Facebook and Instagram. Um, we are highly visible. So either one of those platforms, you can reach out to us. Um, and then we also have a website, which is um, easystreetboutique.com, um, which is open 24 hours, obviously. And um, if you want to be an insider, you can come find our insider page and then you can just um, fill out the questionnaire and um, we'll let the Academy make the decision on whether you're part of the family. <laughs> oh my God. Jill, I don't think I've laughed so much on a podcast. So sorry, hype family. <laughs> if you are hearing nothing but laughs and you have no verbiage or context because you just hear me laughing over Jill. So um, <laughs> you were such a joy. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. And don't forget, hype family, go hype Jill up at with Easy Street Boutique. She'll be at, at Stack the Stands. Yep. Stack, Stack the, the Stands. Stands, Corridor Market, and then the local Grove at Ashton Hills. Thank you, Jill. Thank you. I had so much fun. Midwest Hype Family, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Hyping up Easy Street Boutique. Was I right or was I right? Was your Are your cheeks hurting because you've been smiling through this episode? Hopefully, because it brought me a lot of joy making it like I had mentioned here before the episode. So now it's your job to go out there and hype up Easy Street Boutique. Go follow Easy Street Boutique um, online on their Facebook page and Instagram. Um, they're also on TikTok, I believe she said. So check them out there. And then, of course, you can check out Midwest Hype Girl Facebook page and Instagram. And I'll be sharing... Um, all of their social media platforms on there as well. And it is that time of the year, Hype Family, where you are probably out 
shopping, getting ready for the holidays. Um, I can't believe that Thanksgiving is next week, right? So I do just want to call out um, one important market that is coming up here this weekend, November 18th and 19th. I have a couple of the podcast guests that have been on Midwest Hype Girl be, that will be at this event. Um, it is the Corridor Market Holiday Edition 2022. And as you heard Jill in the episode, that is going to be at Iowa River Landing. And that is going to be at the Hyatt um, Coralville Hotel and Convention Center there. It is Friday, November 18th from 2 to 8 p.m. And then at also Saturday, November 19th from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. It's $8 admission, free for children under 12. Um, the event is for through organized by Corridor Market. You're going to have handmade, vintage, repurposed, homemade, collected, homegrown, the best of the best businesses from around the Midwest. The events take place in the heart of Iowa's Corridor with this year's holiday market at the Hyatt Regency Corville Hotel and Conference Center, formerly Corville Marriott. Bigger and better than ever, food trucks, live music, the best shopping weekend of the year. Mark every name off that Christmas shopping list. There's over a hundred vendors going to be there. So, um, great opportunity to knock out a lot of people on that list um, and for the holidays and support local. And remember, shop local for this, shop local first this holiday season. Gift cards to local businesses. Whatever you can do to support local, they are out here supporting your communities day in and day out. And what a better way to give back to them. If you are not in the arena to give right right now where you can shop local, totally understand. Don't want you to stress yourself out with feeling like you have to do that. Then just go on to their social media, comment on their um, pages, sign up for their email list, anything like that that's not monetary goes a long way as well too because it helps the algorithm and I've talked about this so so many of times um, so I just wanted to let you all know um, that's another way that you can support local first this holiday season. Thank you again to Jill, owner of Easy Street Bougie for being on the Midwest Hype Girl um, podcast this week and I cannot wait to see you at the corridor markets coming up. Thank you, Hype Family, for being a part of this episode. And I will be surprising you with another episode later this week. So check, come back and check me out on Thursday uh, for a new episode. Till then, hype up someone up in your life today. Bye, Hype Family.